Hey, hey, and welcome to another issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. This is Lance the Kid Sidekick, reminding everybody to be safe out there and listen to this podcast at a socially acceptable distance of six feet or more. Once again, I'm filling in for Brian Needs One with regards to the news. Starting off with some sad news, uh, Mort Drucker of Mad Magazine fame passed away this week at 91. Even non-comic fans probably recognize his work. He was famous for doing all the caricature work in Mad Magazine and all the movie and TV parodies. One of the only uh, Lifetime Achievement Award winners in the National Cartoonist Museum. He will be missed. In much happier news, uh, the artist Umberto Ramos auctioned off the cover for Nova 2 with all proceeds going to Keith's Comics. That was a big deal for him. That's going to help Keith out quite a bit. And he wanted uh, everybody to know that he was really thankful for everybody who was uh, paying attention to that auction and uh, and helped out with that. And finally, and ironically, there is a three-part documentary that was just announced on Collider.com. It's called Time Warp, the greatest cult films of all time. It is going to be dealing with Midnight Madness or Midnight Movies, horror and sci-fi and comedy in camp it is going to be released digitally and streaming on april 21st and following in may and june with the other two parts so we're looking forward to that okay so this is the second in our series of deep dives into cult media and this one's all about cult movies we found a uh, an imdb list of entertainment weekly's top 50 cult movies of all time we record this at the same time we did the previous episode so once again i am joined by keith the evil genius and the clown prince of collecting brian needs one and this is our deep dive into cult movies all right so this is the second in our series of cult uh, discussions and this one is cult movies so we found a list or I found a list online it's from 2003 by Entertainment Weekly a pretty respected publication talking about their top 50 cult film and just like cult TV think you know find a cult film is by uh, you know something that's that's come out and maybe wasn't as popular wasn't a blockbuster or whatever but people maybe kind of after the fact got real passionate about it uh i know a lot of these films got popular like in the days of vhs and stuff like that like that would be one that you'd yeah. rent or it would it would be a top rental or, or or what have you so i guess we'll let's just jump in starting again with bottom five the first five on the list are faces of death friday uh, Decline of the Western Civilization Part 2, The Metal Years, Walking and Talking, and Aguire the Wrath of God. I think I'm pronouncing that right. So, uh, you guys are horror movie fans. Faces of Death. Saw it. wasn't a horror movie so much yeah, as it was, it, it was, I don't know, exploitation kind of, of exploitation. cruelty. And yeah, it was, uh, you know what? It was, yeah, it was an, it was an I remember, like, in, 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 it came out, like, when I was a, a younger guy, and everybody was like, oh, it's all these real deaths on screen, and I heard some of them were faked. And... Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's Faces of Death 92 now, animated. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Cartoon dog wants to say, oh my god, right. it's Brian. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It was more of a myth yeah, kind of thing yeah. when we were younger. Yeah, like it was, it was on VHS, like snuff, you couldn't find it. Yeah, it yeah. was like a snuff film yeah. or something yeah. like that. You couldn't find it. it People would get a copy and everyone gathered yeah. around and watch it together. That was it. Ah! And you'd smoke your dope and drink some beers <laughs> and then you'd pop it on and go, oh, no way, oh, that's fucking gross. That was, that was Faces of Death. I, I don't. It portrayed itself as a documentary, if I remember Kinda, correctly. Kind of, yeah, because yeah. that was the only reason they could get it on. <laughs> it was uh, it was just pure exploitation. It was, uh, yeah. All right, so Friday, anybody? Nope. Okay. Well, I 
seen it, uh, but I don't remember it that well, so no. Decline of the Western Civilization Part Two, The Metal Years, Brian. You know what? I lived it. I, I was just going to say, if you wanted a documentary about my life in my 20s, this was pretty yeah, much it. I lived it, and uh, and it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, I. the one thing is I hung out and, and helped out and, and, you know, to a degree, was employed by a lot of local bands, and I really felt there were some, some some depictions of like guys trying to make it in the industry at the time, and they were like the big thing in Los Angeles at the time, and they kept saying like, "Oh, we're gonna get signed, we're gonna get signed," and Nothing. I never Odin, I think it was Odin, and it was uh, they, I never heard of him, you know, and then they uh, famously there was a guy uh, Maxi the Priest who was like in every early incarnation of every LA band like Motley Crue and. Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. He was like this journeyman guitar player, and he never got the due that it was deserved. He was in a band. His band was a DePriest, and like everybody kind of did a tour there or something. It's like funny. That. I was I was just gonna say I've heard of DePriest, but yeah, no, I, I it's one of those. If you're into metal, you got yeah, you got to see this movie. Yeah. I probably saw it and didn't even realize it was that kind of metal. I probably thought it was the Iron Age or something like that. <laughs> so I never actually even picked it up off the shelf. I, I didn't know what it was. I just I don't want to watch it. It's about Viking. Decline of Western <laughs> civilization. That seems boring. Metal years. Wow, well, good talk. How they made smelted uh, the, iron um, and stuff. What was the the uh, guitarist from Wasp? Oh name? God, uh, Chris Holmes. Yeah, uh, that that's the big famous scene. Yeah, him where in he's the pool, guzzling, guzzling vodka, vodka like yeah. by the the, the, the with his the mother quarter. sitting there. Yeah, with his mother so sitting there. And he's dead. Now. That's San Diego. No, actually, I, 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 I'll correct you on that one. Quite the opposite. He is clean and sober now. Who's the one who died? I, I know. Uh, was it Carrie King from Slayer, or was it Hanneman? No, one Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. Famously, okay. yeah, no, uh, famously passed away. Um, all right, okay, that's a that's a um, a Mandela, by the way. <laughs> He's still alive. Uh, walking and talking, no. anybody? Never heard no. of him. All right, Aguirre, Wrath of God. No. Again, no. All right, These no, going fast. The the next five, a uh, superstar of the Karen Carpenter story, Love Streams, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, uh, Rushmore, and Heather's superstar. That's the one that was we were talking about this earlier. Film with Barbie dolls, where as the uh, disease progresses, he cuts out pieces of the Barbie doll. Anorexia. Oh, I never yeah. saw that. Wow. Yeah, it was, oh, it was hugely it controversial at the time that it came out. Mm. Okay, uh, one, I, I haven't seen it either. Want to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention it, now, now that you said something intrigued. like that, I'm kind of intrigued by yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be really, really good. When I saw Karen Carpenter, I thought there was like ABC movie about her and her brother, and I, oh, I saw that. Oh, Cynthia Gibbs played her. That, yeah. Then I started looking <laughs> at this and went, oh wait, that's Barbie doll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything I love streams? No. Never heard of it. Uh, okay. Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Should never be much heard higher of on the list. Should be much yeah. higher on yes. the list. I, I've only seen parts of it. I know it's really wild. Oh, watch it's a, it. It's a yeah. fun movie. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's strange. I'll give you that, but it's yeah. fun. It should fun be much strange. higher on yeah. the list. Okay, yes. much higher on the list. I agree. All right. Uh, Rushmore. Uh, I, shout out to my brother. He's a huge uh, Wes Anderson fan. He loves this movie. I've never seen it. Never I've seen, seen it. it, but I, I don't think it should be even on the list. It, oh, okay. it was okay. But, um, well, again, there may be this huge cult following I'm not part of, but I just don't get that one. Like, All right. Okay. Uh, Heather's. I love my son. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> uh, it definitely deserves inclusion. It was a great movie. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't, I, I've seen it many, probably 
probably closer to when it originally came out uh, back in the maybe the yes. 90s or something like that. I just remember Christian Slater doing like a dead-on Jack Nicholson yes. Impress, yes. impersonation. Again, I remember enjoying it. I don't remember much about it. All right, so now we're getting into the top 40 here. Barbarella, uh, The Best of Everything, They Live, A Bucket of Blood, and Showgirls. So five lists there. Barbarella. Some psychedelic, kind of really sexy uh, science fiction, really out there. Yes. Uh, Jane Fonda. Should be much higher on the list. I think much higher on the yes. list. of ab- Jane Fonda's, ab- and I know people have their problems with Jane Fonda. She was an absolute bombshell on this. It was a fun little movie. Huh? Yes. I, I, it, eclectic, but it was fun. <laughs> it's trippy. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's a great little uh, slice of that time. Yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. like sixty-eight. You know, psychedelic science fiction. All right. Yes. Uh, best of everything. I, I got no nothing. I got nothing. All right, Keith. They live. Never heard of it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's literally wearing a shirt with "Obey" and one of the aliens on it. So we're, he's lying to you right okay, now. Okay. Well, you guys can't see me. <laughs> no, I love this movie. I, I, I this is favorite carpet. Of... Is it your favorite carpet film? Probably, it's up there. You know, I love the thing, so it's it's right there. It's with, right there. Yeah, uh, they live a little bit more campy, but it, it was so it it spoke socially so much. Yeah. I, I really love that aspect of it. It's got one of the greatest fight scenes in I, movie history. I completely most agree with realistic. You. I don't know. You know, it's like twenty minutes long. Yeah. two guys beating, beating the, the shit out of each other. Out of yeah. Each other. It's a fun movie. I can't... And uh, uh, yeah. greatest tough guy line ever. Yes. Yeah. I come here to chew bubblegum and kick, kick ass. And and I'm no, all out of bubblegum. Yep. Thank you for finishing it. Well, I know that's your ringtone. I figured you'd have oh. it memorized by now. I get stuttering when I'm in front of All right. And, 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 and an unexpectedly great performance by the wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. I mean, yeah. you would have told me, if you wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have known that he was a wrestler, I would have had no idea. You well, know? I, I think the, the character lent himself to yeah. him. It was just an average guy. It wasn't. You know, he wasn't a superhero. He didn't have clever uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger lines. I think it was just really well done. And Meg Foster looked gorgeous. She has the most beautiful eyes uh, in the world. Yeah, Very underrated uh, Keith David. Yes, Keith David was great in that. He wasn't playing a military guy like he plays all the time now. <laughs> but, but again, that fight scene, it just I, I can watch that. Yeah, the fight scene, uh, parodied on famously parodied on South Park uh, between uh, Jimmy and Timmy. Really? I yeah. missed that episode, okay, but yeah, now you, I have to watch it. You have it. to watch it. Uh, yeah, the two uh, the two uh, handicapped kids have a they literally <laughs> beat the hell out of each other in the exact same exact it's like frame for frame. It is awesome. Wow. Okay. All right. A bucket of blood. Anybody? No. I've seen it, but I, I really barely remember any. Okay. <laughs> All well, right. I think the, it's interesting that it, Best it, of it, Everything and Bucket of Blood are both out in 59. I believe Bucket of Blood was where they he was encasing people in, in yeah. class. Yes. Yeah. So I have seen it, but I don't remember enough about it because I probably saw it 40 years ago. Right. So it's like. All right. Uh, Showgirls. Okay, go. Classic. Play. It's Elizabeth Berkeley. The, uh, the movie. So, okay. 
the the worst sex scene ever in the history of film, dude. Outside of Watchmen, um, Watchmen, I, we've had that conversation before. And you think the Watchmen scene? I personally think that this was the worst sex scene the ever. Tanya Harding home video is worse. Okay, but I. Uh, it's funny because I was watching something. I was watching something, and they talked about that scene ruining Kyle MacLachlan's career. I can see that. Yeah, I just see that, that scene. They said that the, I mean, the movie itself, oh, it was, he, I think it was a looper. Uh, what if you could nail a scene down that destroyed their, somebody's career yes. or something like that? And yeah, it was the top be... 10 list, and, and for it was the showgirls' pool scene. Yeah, okay. So I think that that's funny, but being a huge uh, Saved by the Bell fan, you just wanted your, yourself some naked Elizabeth Berkeley. You know, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? I don't care about the rest of the movie. All right, fair enough. Uh, Gina Gershon, too. So, yes, yes. That's the only reason I watched it. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. 35, With Nail and I. 34, The Big Lebowski. 33, Grey Gardens. 32, Reanimator. And 31 is Clerks. So, uh, With Nail and I, I got nothing. I've nothing. never even heard of it before. Okay, list. Big Lebowski. You know what? I think it should probably be higher on the list only because of the, the following. The they, following. They have so many. The they they, they, they have white have. Russian nights and they have yeah. Yeah, at bowling alleys. And, and stuff. dude, uh, and I'm, is, not, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the movie. I I also I just I I can watch it, but I'm not gonna go out yeah. of my way to watch I don't, it. Yeah, it's not like something okay, I rent. That's absolutely. My fantasy football teams are always the Big Lebowski's, and I'm a huge fan of this movie. <laughs> I the, the, gotta get a new host. The 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 the, 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 the concept. <laughs> of, oh, Robin, we need a new Robin. <laughs> Go to the orphanage. I, I won't pull one. out the I won't pull out the film card on this one, but I will say that it is it is a the the film technique is the film noir detective. The story follows only what he perceives. It's uh, brilliant. It's funny. That sounded like a film card to me. I'm know. pulling out the film Judges? card. On yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just remember him floating. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. It's just not one that that I okay. like all that the actors. I, right. yeah. I like the performances. It just all right, all right. Uh, Grey Gardens. I actually have seen this. It is um, a really depressing movie. It's about um, these relatives of the uh, the Kennedy family who still have like this this mansion, except they live like hoarders, and it's like. This mother and her daughter, and her daughter kind of takes care of them, and they um, they have you know, they show off these old pictures of them, like kind of in their splendor, but they've obviously have some, you know, psychological problems and stuff like that, and it's really it's a pretty sad movie. Um, oh, okay. Not one I'd I'd recommend uh, if if you're not in the the best of moods or whatever. Cross that one off, okay. <laughs> Reanimator. I, not being a horror movie fan, I have not seen this one, but it does star Jeffrey Combs, who was the voice of the question in Justice League Unlimited, so. You know what? It's for eighties horror, it's, it's great. a good movie. Yeah, yeah it's great. I, I, I wouldn't put it this high up. I, I don't know what kind of cult following it has. It deserves inclusion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's based off of Lovecraft, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Okay. All right. Clerks. I like the movie, but I think it's way overrated. I'm gonna agree with you. I, I like I, the fact that Kevin Smith does it on such a low budget. It's the one that made his career. That's impressive in and of itself. Yeah, it does have some funny moments, but I, I think it's been blown out of proportion. No offense, Kevin. Please, hey, he's done much better. Yeah, as as it went on, yeah. you could see. Oh no, him develop as a writer I, and director. And, I think it deserves inclusion on the list. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. it definitely I mean, does. There's what? people live this thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the one thing I was going to say is I, I can honestly say even in the last couple of weeks, I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I can relate to that on such a on such a level. Anyway, I got that going too. <laughs> All right. All right. So the next, uh, starting with thirty, slap shots. Uh, the harder they come, the whiz. Dawn of the Dead, Stranger Than Paradise, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. All right. So slap shot, hands down, my favorite sports movie of all time. It's the greatest hockey movie ever made. I think it's the greatest sports movie ever made. <laughs> I would say yes to that, except for Hoosiers, but absolutely deserves inclusion on this list. Oh, yeah. Absolutely should be higher on the list, I think. It should be. I think it's got a strong enough following with the Hansen Brothers. Just the Hansen Hansen Brothers. Just the fucking Hansen Brothers. And just some of the subtle stuff, like... Paul Newman's out. He's giving the rousing speech, like, yeah, "Yeah, get that lumber in his teeth. Make him know you're there. And then Braden goes, yeah, bleed all over him. Let him know you're there. (laughs) That's my favorite uh, line. Just a a brilliant, fun little movie. movie, Yeah, I I love that movie. All right, Harder They Come? Don't know it. No, neither. The Wiz, anybody? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'd be, oh, the two musical guys here. You gotta ease on down the road. Yeah. You gotta ease on down, ease on down the road. Don't Uh, you care? I'm sorry. It it was... Outside of the Wizard of Oz, I would say it's the second best adaptation. Of it, the was, Wizard it was. Of Oz. It was. Yes, it was really well done. It. It was uh, the amount of talent. Yeah, it, it hit everybody. It, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson uh, Diana Ross, Diana Ross, Nipsey Russell. Yeah. Well, I mean the talent. Yeah, you, obviously the talent's there. Yeah. I just I'm it not was a musical a, guy, so I, I couldn't comment on it or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, just a great film. Great yes, film. Yes, absolutely deserves inclusion. All right. Uh, Dawn Dawn. of the Dead. Kind of the grandfather of them all, don't you think? No. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Dawn of the Dead is about consumerism and all that. That's the shopping mall The shopping mall. Oh, that's the George. Yeah, okay. Both George and Yeah, I know. Okay. I actually would have included Night of the Living Dead. I would put Night of the Living Dead there. I I throw around, it's the Citizen Kane of this genre. Night of the Living Dead is the Citizen Kane of of zombie And I like the remake of Dawn of the Dead better than I like Dawn of the Dead. I liked what I liked in the remake was that the zombies moved. Yes, yes, that was fucking yeah, shocking. They were lumbering. Yeah, that was yeah. shocking. Yeah, uh, it makes them scarier. Yes, <laughs> like, that little girl when she when she first hops up in the hallway and then comes charging, yeah, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> close the door. Close the door. <laughs> Just like that, I did. I did. All right, Strangers in Paradise. Anybody? Never heard of Strangers in Paradise. Great comic. Just... All right. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, it's another musical. Okay, okay. Let's go. No, no, go away. No, 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 no. Oh, wait. One of the only musicals that I can actually watch. God, why can't you watch other musicals? Uh, because the other musicals don't have a brilliant cast. They don't have Gene Wilder, who is an absolute genius. Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, Gene Wilder. Just yeah. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder and, in and this. pure imagination. Oh, it's, it's, oh yes. Oh. Uh, that's that, still... was, that was that was awesome and creepy. Old... Yes, uh, that but... and um, Gene Wilder is just absolutely nuts in this. Like the, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. The suspense that's is killing me. Is... I hope it'll last, you know. <laughs> and then the whole the boat ride scene. Oh yes. God! When I was a kid, that freaked me out bad. Yeah, but just and and like the, the, the that whole little song that he does, you know, like we don't know where we're going. I just. But the oh. boat doesn't seem to be slowing. It's just oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Again, Gene Wilder. Gene, yes. Wilder. Gene Wilder made that movie. That, 
I was thankful that the Johnny Depp remake, the Tim Burton remake, didn't try to do the same yeah. thing. Because I've never watched it. Actually, it's not. It, it's actually closer. From what I've been told, it's, it's closer, closer to the novel. novel. I read the book. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's closer to the this book. This way different than the book, but. Uh, you know what? I think for people our age, it is the classic film. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, for a while there, that was another one where it was on some ho- like it was like Ten Commandments, like it was it's on like some holiday, like or every something. Thanksgiving yeah. or something like that. Absolutely no. Okay, all right. So we're in the top. Uh, let's see here. Twenty four, uh, the Toxic Avenger. Twenty three is Akira. Twenty two is Unshin Andalu. Twenty one is Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and twenty is Evil Dead. So two. Uh, two. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead Two. I beg your pardon. It is Evil Dead Two. Remake of the first one, but this. All right. So I I can truthfully say I uh, I am not a trauma guy, but I don't. Are you guys trauma guys like Toxic? I am not a huge trauma guy. I've I've seen seen a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's none of them that I I go out of my way to watch. Okay. So um, Akira. I mean, Akira's phenomenal. It's kind of amazing. They made the movie before the book had an end. So it absolutely changed. Oh, the the scope of the animation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on animation. Yeah. And and how how animation could be filmed. Yeah. And well, just, just anime, just the anime popping in. It's what really brought it on. I mean, we had anime before that, but this is the first thing that grabbed people by the throat. Oh, really? And yeah. Like the first cinematic. Really yes. cinematic anime with like the scope of like the explosions and stuff like that. Oh, um, just the shots that they yeah. used. There was there were uh, no the opening. It was a game changer. The yeah. o- the opening scene, the motorcycle like chase slash oh. fight between yeah. Akira's gang and the clowns. Man, talk I, uh, about uh, I like recommend the way it. The, the taillights, uh, the the way they animated, just absolutely fantastic. I uh, I recommend it to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the anime. Of, Exactly. Or the uh, manga, I'm sorry. Manga. Yeah, and, and uh, again, that's a if you want to get into anime, this is the first one yeah. you should watch. Yes. Yeah. You re- it really is. Because it's right. all down there from... But I'm about to say, it ruins everything else. It's like yeah. reading Watchmen first. It just... <laughs> all right, so uh, Unshin Andalou is uh, a French film. Salvador Dali had a hand in it. It is surreal. I will pull out the film student card here and say I had to watch this in my film class. He actually has a card. It's amazing. <laughs> It is we make him pull it out. A really weird. It is a really weird ass movie. Uh, it is famous for there is a scene where they cut in between a guy kind of pantomiming pulling a straight razor across a guy's eye, and then they physically cut a dead sheep or a dead goat. Cow, I think it was a dead cow. They actually cut it with a straight razor. I can tell you that it is jarring to see yes. it for the first time. Other than that, I can't really tell you much more about it. I've I never heard of it, but. And I've seen uh, how long it is and know why I haven't watched it. All 16 minutes. I don't know if I can sit through I have not, I have not seen it all. And I have seen the uh, eye-cutting scene and some other... Uh, and I will tell you that the, the name translates from French into the Andalusian dog, and there's not a dog in the damn movie. It's from 1929. But a cow eye. Wow. But a cow eye. All right. Pee-wee's Big Adventure? As in the TV <coughs> cult thing, which we did earlier, uh, Pee-wee was never my big thing. I do like... I have seen the movie a few yeah. times. I've seen it once. And it was... you got the got the basement and Alamo joke, and I really like E.G. Daly a lot. So Dottie's my favorite. You got to talk in Brian terms, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I again, it's not anything I'll rush to turn off, but it's not anything I'll rush to turn on either. The uh, the scene with him dancing on the bar. That's the Te- one that sticks with me, and that's tequila? the only one I really remember. Oh about yeah, it. tequila. And then when he when he crashes on his bike, I meant to do that. 
those kind of things stick with me. Yeah. I think that I think its inclusion on the list is is justified. Okay. Oh, I give you that. Yes. All right. No, definitely. It's a definitely cult movie. I know a lot of people that are really into that. Yeah, movie. And, yes. and I think it was a fun little film. And I love Pee Wee. And uh, and I thought what happened to him was horrible and wrong. Yeah. And no, he really got. I think he got the shaft. I think one of the greatest moments on Bad TV joke there. is the um, the MTV Music Awards where he came out and opened it. And the people just screaming, just yeah. stood going fucking. And when he just stood there and put out his arms and just soaked it in, uh, I think that was one of the best moments on TV. Never saw that. Oh, it was. It really was. Uh, it was. It was uh, a tearjerker moment. All right. Uh, okay. And I, well, let's get to Evil Dead Two again. Shout out to my roommate in college, Weed. His it's his last name is Weidenbender. Everybody calls him Weed. Don't make that face. Everybody makes that face when they hear that the first time. It's my face. I can't my make any other face. My brother had a buddy called Meat Whacker. Uh, I'm not... Because uh... <laughs> his name was Fernando. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Fernando. all right. No, but, just okay, not up. being a horror movie uh, guy, my roommate in college was a huge horror movie guy, and he talked me into going to see this. It was a, we, They replayed it at the student union and stuff like that, and I have to admit, I have not seen a lot of horror movies. Uh, that's one of, I mean, and, and it's all Bruce Campbell. Yes, yeah, Sam Raimi yes. and Bruce Campbell. Yes. yes. That combination is killer. My personal feeling on it is that uh, watch Evil Dead and watch the director's commentary. <laughs> Wet cough, not coronavirus. You can't get it through the microphone anyway. Oh, so. yeah, you don't have to listen six feet away. Um, Uh, I, I, that's my personal feeling on it. I liked Evil Dead too. There was he, he Raimi has a way, not unlike Tim Burton, of building a world that's not believable, but it is believable. Yeah, and it uh, can't be, but but uh, creepy all the same yeah, time. No, yeah, it, again, it, he talked me into it by saying, "Well, it's kind of a funny horror movie," and I still thought there was parts of it that that creeped me out and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but Bruce Campbell just, dude, groovy. I mean. Yeah. You know, the, the chainsaw arm, I mean, it's oh, just, oh, yeah. you know. And it's cult enough that they made another movie, and they made, what, three seasons of a TV show. Yeah. So that's that's how cult it is. Yeah. All right, so now we're in, uh, we've cracked the top 20. So uh, 19 is The Mac, 18 is Hard Boiled, 17 is Dazed and Confused, 16 is The Warriors. So The Mac, I don't really. That's a black exploitation film. I don't have a, a basis based on myself. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Okay. Okay. Hard boiled. All right. This is uh, John Woo at his absolute best. If you are fans of his action style, uh, this is his his Godfather, his magnum opus. The ending shootout is very famous for. It's like a half an hour, almost a single take of two guys in a hospital going around and smoking about. A hundred bad guys. The f- opening scene is a shootout in a a, uh, a Chinese tea house with these bird cages in it. Absolutely, my top five action scenes of all time. I'm a huge John Woo fan. This is again, it, it's brilliant if you like his kind of stylized, you know, gun fu for lack of a better term. And it's got one of the great tough guy lines: "Give a man a gun, he thinks he's Superman. Give him two guns, and he thinks he's God." I, I like it. I, I, I've enjoyed it. I, I like it better tomorrow, too. Another 
Better Tomorrow 2, uh, they No, have... the first one. I like the oh, first you like one. Better also, the first? I meant, okay. not 2. Uh, the second Better Tomorrow is I actually like better than the first Better Tomorrow, but... I don't know if I've seen the second one. I know I've seen the first one okay. about the same time. Saw it on VHS back when they were starting to come in. You know, you get a lot of those uh, Asian films yeah, in here. Yeah, Asian action films coming yeah. in on yeah, VHS. Yeah, so I saw it on VHS, and that's how I, I know it. Um, I really enjoyed both of those films. Like, now i got to find a Better Tomorrow 2. Uh, I'll have to... I'll see if I can upload it to uh, online somewhere. If not, or bring bring in a DVD if you got it. All right, Days and Confused. Now, this is one I am sorry to say I have never seen, but a lot of people that I re- whose opinions I respect enjoy it. Did anybody? I've never seen it either. Loved it. Really, it's Matthew okay. McConaughey. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one where he kind of got his what's the his catchphrase like. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Is that from no, it's, it's the, no, that's from something uh, else. The best thing about high school girls is I get I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Okay. No, it's uh, Ben Affleck's in it. Ben Affleck? There's some other people. I always get this confused with the one that Heath Ledger did. <laughs> no. It's another uh, movie I've never seen. For those of us who grew up in that stoner, perfect. Okay. It, it, it is perfect. It is oh, Mila Jovovich. There's so many people that you know in it that you just go, wow. And it's so well done. Yeah, it, it, see it. Okay. Okay, that's a that's a ringing endorsement. All right. Here's one of uh, The Warriors. I mean... One of those movies I can watch over and over and over again. I love this movie. It is so dated. You really it, think it's... I, I think it's dated, but in that, that well, sweet part of this, like kind of that... That non-existent part of the seventies, like it's almost dystopian to the point where I don't think New York <laughs> it was. Is, no, it yeah, is yeah, yeah, dystopian yeah, completely, yes. completely. But that's what makes it enjoyable. I mean, it, it you know, it's not a bunch of people just shooting each other exactly. like gangs do nowadays. You know what? When it came out, uh, I remember it being controversial. Right, but it was a I, midnight movie. Every kid that was uh, 12, 13 wanted to be in a gang. Oh, that. baseball furies! Totally remember that yes. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody was thinking was, their own gang names yes. and stuff like that. And how oh. they would? Well, it was weird. There were gangs popping up after that came out. Sure, in, in like little towns like Hanover Park and stuff like that. Just like yeah. Oh, there was, some, there was a bunch of clowns. Yeah, there <laughs> and was, they'd, they'd all have baseball bats and they all fight and the police come bust them up. Yeah, yeah. Who crying back to their moms? A bunch of cl- a bunch of clowns in my high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, so that made it fun. You had to have a vest. Yeah. I think that's what made it. All right. Well, no. Film. One of the things that I'm going to say is, Warriors has my favorite opening sequence of credits of oh, any just movie the music with ever. the train going by. The music, the the way that they shot it with like the trains going by, and then they had like these they intercut these little exchanges between the warriors. Yeah. And it ex- explained the entire dynamic of all those guys in just a couple of little scenes. Yeah. Like, you know, like, He's hey, Ajax, man, you yeah. stick to soldiering. He's like, yeah. oh, maybe we could pick up some, ch-, you know, and I won't yeah. say what he said, but hey, maybe we could pick up some chicks or something like that. Ah, uh, you just stick to soldiering. And then Rembrandt, you Rembrandt, go Rembrandt, tag, it, you put, tag, tag everything, everything, but stick close yeah. to me. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, I don't want to get racked, you yeah. know. And, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And hey, what have you heard about Cyrus? Oh, magic, He's the man. man. Yeah. He's the man, you know. Yeah. And it literally, you you got the, the, the gist of the movie in like the first like five minutes. Yes, and the, and I li- and the, the opening song is one of the ones that I have a playlist, and I listen to it in my car every once in a while. So. Um, yes, and it had the girl from Too Close for Comfort. She went Val- in, Valkenberg uh, or yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, Deborah Deborah Mon- Deborah Valkenberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she went on to to uh, which I ruined that sitcom for me. By the way, 
I did. Yeah, because I I always saw her that is her role trashy from the trashy Warriors. Yeah, I, the I orphans. Always, uh, I and I, I watched that uh, pretty religiously, and I believe Warriors come out and play. That was improv. Yeah, that yeah, was, was that was, was yeah. uh, in Winter Battles. Uh, he the I, I, I forget his name too. I forget the actor. He's yeah. really famous uh, but I like for him. that scene. But he said that some kid that he grew up with used to do that to him and it freak him out. So that's where he came wow, up. With that was it. that was genius. That's yeah. the the almost the best known thing. Yeah, I think that, that is. And can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, can, can you dig it? I, you yeah, they, they use dig that. In. <laughs> the bottles would be bigger. <laughs> but yes, <Yeah. laughs> those, those are the two things. We got to bring that I'm gonna, back. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this baseball bat and shove it up your yeah, ass. So turn you a popsicle. popsicle. Another great tough guy line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so. And who played the who played the leader of the Warriors? The oh, give me a second. Um, um, Michael Swan. Uh, no, it was Swan, the, was, his Swan was his, his yeah, like um, gang name. Michael Beck. Michael Beck. Okay. Yeah. He was also mega force. He did uh, he did some other things. At that. Well, and famously in the eighties. Yeah. Actually, I think the guy most famously that came out of the movie was James Remar. Yeah. Who was Ajax? He's Ajax. Oh, okay. And he's I mean, like he was like in, uh, he was a uh, guy in Sex in the City. I Told mean, you they were pussies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's actually Dexter's dad. Yeah, he's uh, and uh, he was Hawkman in Justice League Unlimited. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, 15, uh, 15 through 11 is Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, uh, Eraserhead, Brazil, Plan 9 from Outer Space, and Five Deadly Venoms. All right, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. First of all, my one of my favorite hair metal bands from the 80s took their name from this movie. Uh, it is famously uh, done by Russ Meyer, who is known yeah. for his uh, kind of exploitation busty women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, three go-go dancers in in hot cars. It's really trashy. Um, it's classic Russ Meyer. It's classic, it's classic yeah. Russ Meyer. I, I I love every frame of this movie. Yeah. Absolutely deserves to be on here. Yes. Yeah, absolutely deserves to be on here. But in all things, if you are a, a a fan of trashy uh, mid '60s, you know, drag exploitation race movies, exploitation movies. Yeah. This is yeah. the if you liked uh, Death Proof from Death Quentin Proof Tarantino, from yeah, you'll love this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, look. you can see he took inspiration from parts of this. All right, uh, Eraserhead, David. I think this might be David, David Lynch's yeah, first yeah. movie. I've never seen it. I know it's really weird. weird. I've seen it. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not one that. Um... No, I've seen it. Yeah, but I did so whacked out I can't even. Yeah, I couldn't I, I tell remember you. parts. If I saw it, I might be able to string okay. stuff together. But it's David Lynch, so yeah. if you like David Lynch, there you go. All right, uh, Brazil, fucking brilliant. Okay, uh, yeah. again, Terry Gilliam by of Monty Python yep. fame. I've never yep. seen it. It's it's supposedly uh, a fucking brilliant. I saw it in a theater. Robert yeah. De Niro as a rogue HVAC guy. Oh, yeah, it, oh no! It, yeah, it it, 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 again, it's so weird and out there. But you want dystopian? Really, and yeah, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, no, and that's I did, like I recall hearing something about like bureaucratics. It's and, all it's bureaucratic. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, you it uh, uh, literally a fly in the machine. Okay, and it fucks everything up. And uh, but if you haven't seen it, watch it. Okay. It's that good a film. Okay, well, I, a lot you of people have a lot of time to kill. Yeah, so, Terry okay. Gilliam. And like I said, Robert De Niro as a rogue HVAC guy. Uh, I think just that <laughs> Dude, alone. you sold me on it with makes, just yes, that. Makes you want to see it. All right, all right. So, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I will tell you that I have had the joy and uh, honor 
of seeing this film on the uh, big screen. Oh, you gotta be yeah. kidding but, me, dude. No. I, uh, yes. Uh, what There was a theater down in Chicago that played it. I went and saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. we may have been at the same show. Might have been. Because I don't think it's been on a lot. No, no. All right. Do um, they have a toy, uh, little toy convention kind of thing in the lobby? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's we at were the, at the same show. It's at, uh, it started with a P. They closed down. Portage Park. Portage, yeah. Yeah. I was there. We were there. Yeah. We went to I'm, the same I'm, show. I'm, I used to take go to Portage all the time. Sorry, we'll talk about this another oh time. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I, first of all, I'm jealous <laughs> of both of you guys for seeing us on the big screen because, I mean, to me, this is the first so bad it's good movie. I think it's I think it's the one that's so set bad the bar. it's classic. I, I mean I th- yeah I, I throw I throw around like the, the Citizen Kane of this is the Citizen Kane of bad movies. You know I for for today's audience what I would say is watch Tim Burton's Ed Wood absolutely first, yes. and then see this. Then see, yeah, then you get more feel for you it. You will have more of an appreciation if you watch and, this. And Ed Wood, I really it, it, if Ed Wood was as earnest as Johnny Depp was in that movie, and he yeah. just wanted to make movies. It makes it even that yes, much more special. It makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, you, I can't recommend this one enough. All right. Yeah. And then five deadly venoms. Five deadly venoms. Okay, Lance, go. <laughs> Pull out your card. It's a, it's it's uh, a there, Citizen Kane of Kung Fu movies. No, I will not say it's the Citizen Kane of Kung Fu movies. I will say it is my absolute all-time favorite Kung Fu movie of. Uh, 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 I've watched a ton of kung fu movies. This is my favorite kung fu movie of all time. It is fantastic. I've seen it, and I if you have a copy, I'd like to watch uh, it. I don't have a copy. You're useless. I'm... <laughs> no, it kidding. may be on uh, YouTube. Well, that's true. Everything's it on YouTube. It might be on YouTube, or Seriously. Um, either that, or I know El Ray does their, the El Ray uh, channel does their su- Sunday morning kung fu, like I remember as a kid. And uh, that's the last couple times I watch it. I literally uh, DVR set up that whenever it's on, it tapes, and I watch it every time. It is absolutely a fantastic, the, the best, con- like, almost, like, superhero style, like, every, you know, like, the centipede is super fast, and the kicks, yeah, you know. Yeah, your archetypes of, of archety- uh, and the, the, the frog powers. is invulnerable, and it's, it's absolutely. It uh, is on uh, YouTube. Okay. Okay. All right, so. so uh, I'm okay. going away. I'll see you in. <laughs> 97 minutes alright so we are now cracking the top 10 and we start getting to some really kind of juicy ones here so 10 is the Shawshank Redemption 9 is Blade Runner 8 is Scarface 7 is Repo Man and 6 is Texas Chainsaw Massacre so we're talking some some pretty legendary cult films here so first of all Shawshank Redemption I personally I mean I don't think I personally feel I think hands down on this list the best overall movie I don't. I don't know if it's a cult movie. I, I think it's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's one of the best movies made. But I don't know how it fits in the cult. I think by the definition of a cult movie that got more popular after its original run, I think that's the case. If that's the definition of cult, rather than ours, I can see that because uh, you can find merchandise on. And almost everything on this list somewhere. Except for Shawshank. Shawshank, there's no Shawshank t-shirts, no Shawshank Yeah, but you know what? I I think that it impacted people on such a level. Um, Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a great movie. I've seen it. I've seen it hundreds of times, but I don't think it it falls in as a... Uh, you know what I do? I, I And again, I think that just the, the amount of people it impacts okay. would create that. I think that if you ask people... I do, I do. I think it deserves... I think it only because it's popular made it into the top ten. I think that there are other films that we have talked about that should have been on there. 
oh, in I, front of it. I've got a, I've got a list of films that I th- think that should have been on this list, but when I mean, we can talk about that after we, you know, we've delved over, over through the list. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I just mean th- uh, films on this list already that we've already covered. That would be higher than Nine as far from, as cult movies. Yeah, yeah, Plan Nine from Outer Space should be higher. Yeah, than if we were just talking Redemption. movies, it would be higher. But cult movies, I think, I think, yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So again, the best movie on this list, we're kind of wondering yes. why it's a, a cult movie. All right. Um, and that leads us to Blade Runner. Again, was is by I guess by the definition of it was more popular kind of after it was like in the theaters. I, and there, there's I you see people dressed as these characters at conventions. You see merchandise on this stuff. There's a lot. There's 18 different versions of it to yeah. watch. I think I think it fits cult because oh, of that. Yeah. No, no, I, I absolutely think that okay. it does. Well, I, I'll I'll go out on a limb and say that I am a a, a geek heathen. And that I actually like the original cut of this film with the voiceover because I think it makes it more like a like a film noir detective story. It, it is much more so like that. It's it's but, like a Philip uh, Marlowe thing. Yeah, but uh, I know that's a very unpopular opinion and and whatnot. But uh, I'm not a purist, and I haven't seen the the uh, sequel. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the sequel. Yeah. Uh, you know, the sequel is kind of dull. To be perfectly honest. I with I you. haven't had three hours. Well, now I have three hours, yeah. but I haven't had three hours um, to watch it. But right. Sean Young. Sean Young. And I think uh, Rutger Hauer. Rutger dude. Hauer. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, His speech. Oh, oh, yeah. At the end. Yeah. That's, oh. that's, isn't that like the geek Pledge of Allegiance almost? Oh. Where, like, if you if you don't like that speech, then you we're throwing you out yeah. of the club type of a thing. And I think Harrison Ford was just. He was, perfect. was great in this. Huh? I mean, seriously, everyone was great yeah. in this. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Daryl Hannah. But I mean, just the, the, the Rutger Hauer speech, Sean Young. Sean Young. I Sean always, Young. I, I like the there's uh the the, the 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 kind of like the first guy, the first replicant is kind of like he was like central casting like thug guy, and I, I he's a great oh, actor. He's been in a ton of stuff and stuff like that. But the, um, didn't he do the the wake up time to die, or is that Rutger Hauer? I I thought the fight with him between uh, no, oh, that was him. Was yeah. that him? Wake up, wake time, up, time, wake to up die. time to die. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought he was that part is kind of an underrated. He was in a ton of movies. Yeah, no, and he's he's always like a biker yeah. or a gangster or something like that. But um, Scarface, I think it's overrated. I That's actually was popular. It's, I'm, it's I'm really in the same popular. boat. I really I seen it once. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. But I actually agree with you. I think it's really overrated. And uh, Pacino's almost like it's um, maybe it's because it's almost like he's doing camp almost or something like that. It's yeah. like he's a little, he's so over the top. His accents all over the road. Yeah. It, it... She polluted her womb. <laughs> yeah. Kiss <laughs> <Get some> tight. <laughs> All right, and maybe that's why. It, maybe uh, you I just know. I think it's I think it's it's overhyped. I don't think it's one of Pacino's better films. I love Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Yeah, there's just been other movies that have been way better. I, uh, I just think Goodfellas should. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Well, Lord. I don't know if that's, I, that's yeah, too... I don't even know that those are in the same category. No, it's... Uh, I I think that I'm it's saying, probably a, by a the cult whole... because he sticks his head in the cocaine. Yeah, and say hello to my little say friend. hello to my little friends. Uh, which yeah. is horrible, fucking yeah. horrible. <laughs> All right, I, I I and I enjoy it. I would watch it again, maybe. No, it's three hours long. All right. Yeah, um, that's a problem too. Repo Man. I get why it's a cult film. I I get the the campiness of it, and there's a lot of people who love it. I like it. I don't go out of my way again. Go out of my uh, way to watch it. Okay, I've seen it a few times. I've probably uh, seen it, it twice. Okay, I, I've, seen, I've seen more than that, but uh, I. I'm one of the people. I think this is like the second funniest movie ever made. 
my roommate in college. What is the funniest movie? We'll get to it. Okay. My roommate I'm in college had a copy of this. He worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> we duped it, and we literally watched it every day. I could quote lines out of this movie. It was Emilio Estevez's first film. It's got this great punk soundtrack. It is absolutely just the weird, one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. I just think it's absolutely hysterical. It hit me at the right time of my life where it imprinted itself on well, me. Maybe that's and, why. And, you know, that's I'm a huge fan of this movie. All right. Now we get into, okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The funniest movie you ever seen? <laughs> no. Uh, I, okay. I, it deserves its inclusion on the list. I think that it's not inappropriately placed. Uh, I think it started at all. You think it's kind of like the the whole gore porn? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a big first slasher film. It, it, it was the one that caught everyone with the with the over the top guy wearing you know the Ed Gein. But it was also um, there was a realism to it that was frightening. Like when he hits the guy. Oh, the filming technique. Boom, yeah. and and the, the guy just drops. It, it's not like slasher flick over the top. It's like holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, is the actor okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's some things in there where you go, oh my god. Toby Hooper is just. Yeah, I was gonna say, and Toby Hooper fam- uh, directed this famously, but he also directed Poltergeist. And you know, for a quote unquote Steven Spielberg movie, that was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. You gotta watch yes. more movies. Yeah, but, I don't. Uh, I'm not a big. You know, um, what I would suggest, if just for fun, uh, watch this again with the director's commentary. Uh, Evil Dead with the director's commentary, Sam Raimi. Huh? Do you have that? Uh, I think I have Evil Dead. No, I, the, the text. I got to check. Okay. Uh, my wife sold a bunch. I know. I'll look through. Sadness is get back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the uh, the director's yeah. commentary. Okay. Because I've been in VHS, so it doesn't really have anything like that. All right. So now we are hitting the top five here. So. Pink Flamingos, Harold and Maud, Freaks, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and this is Spinal Tap. All right, so Pink Flamingos, I'm a, a fan of John Waters. I've seen this movie once. There are other movies that he has done that I like far better than this, and they're probably not cult movies or whatever. Crybaby. Crybaby. I uh, love that movie. And um, the one that he did, oh, God, the, the title escapes me, but he had... Um, he kid, I think uh, it's Melanie Griffith, and she's like a big actress, and like these these this gang of underground directors kidnaps her. I can't think of the name of the movie, but wow, that one's I don't really think good. I've seen that one. But uh, Pink Flamingos, uh, and I saw Cherry Two Thousand. I've seen that too. <laughs> what, what's that point? <laughs> uh, so this Melanie was one Griffith. where it was famous oh. for being really Bile gross something? and stuff like something that. Mild? Sorry. Uh, Pink Flamingos, <laughs> this was famous for being, like, really gross and, and famously divine. And, it's divine. Yeah, and you no, know I, what? I think that that's probably I've, why it's on I've there. never, yeah, ne- I think I've seen parts of it, but... I don't think you can do a cult movie list without having a John Waters show. Yeah, well, yeah. no, you go. But, I mean, yeah, I would kind of put him on the map. I would have gone Cry Baby. All right, Harold and Maude, I, 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 I've Love seen it. this movie. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a really good movie, yeah. kind of depressing. but Super depressing. But, but what's Ruth something? Ruth, uh, Ruth Gordon. Gordon. Ruth Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, how do you not love her? I mean, how do you just not love her? Uh, I've always loved her. She's funny. She's funny yeah. lady, yeah. Yeah, um... Underrated. I, I've oh god! Seen, I, yeah, like I, I've seen. I actually I remember seeing this in like, I want to say like eighth grade or something like that for some reason. And then I also saw this in my film oh, class. Oh, could have. Yeah, seventy one. And um, I, I, you know, I, I think those are the only two times I've seen it, and it just never. 
I don't know, just one of those movies that never spoke to me, I guess. I don't know. I just never oh, dug it or whatever. Until really old ladies it might have, but no. You know, I think it's one of those classic 70s films. Mm. Uh, it's got that feel to it, no yeah. matter what. But just well done. The kid fucking acting out yeah. suicides. Yeah. yeah. Just makes me, and then Ruth Gordon. Ruth Gordon. I, I, I'm, I don't know how else to say. Okay. She's Ruth just Gordon. wonderful. Yeah. yeah, she's just wonderful. She's a treat. She was a, a treat for was, all of us. Yeah. All right. Uh, Freaks. Pretty famous. Um, Not one I could get all the way through. Famously, uh, uh, like legitimate uh, circus freaks. Yeah. 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 Uh, I could not get all the way through this movie. I, uh, I've only seen like kind of like the. Like the clips where you they go, one of us, one yeah. of us, ooga booga, one of us, or whatever the the deal was, or whatever. I I've seen it, but again, it doesn't stick with me. Yeah. I, other than it's a bunch of circus freaks. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think that it's kind of sad. In your life where you can watch a film like this. Yeah, I'm past it. I'm past it. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably there too. Okay, young geeks, watch it. Yeah. Um. All right, Rocky Horror. Very famously, uh, uh, you know, one of the more famous cult movies where there's legitimately, obviously, the midnight showings where the the people dress up. There's a there's kind of a chorus act that accompanies it. Um, you, you, there's parts where you throw things at the screen. You, you know, I honestly thought it should have been number one just because of the cult following. How long, How many people are behind this? Yeah, there there is every, well, with the exception now. Every weekend, you can go and watch this at a midnight showing yep. almost anywhere in the country. You know, I'll tell it's you, probably I, the most seen movie. Uh, yeah, I think it should have been number one. Yeah, I think it should have been number one with a bullet. With yeah. number two, way behind. Way it. Way behind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just the soundtrack and yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah, I saw it. Come, I've only I've only actually gone and seen it like two or three times. When I was younger, it was fun. They would act it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went and saw it, I'm going to say, six, seven years ago. And at that point, it had gotten a real Nazi dildo. Everything, everything's changed. Yeah. yeah. And it and it was, not, it was not the, the fun yeah, throw I, a toast at the screen. Yeah, I remember, yeah. like, yeah, no, I saw yeah, it in college. newspaper, your toilet yeah. paper. Yeah, and, and I remember, like, you throw rice when the, during the wedding scene, and there was the toast yeah. scene, and then, like... Barry um, Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. I say he was the asshole, and she was the slut, or something like that. And everybody, had, and yeah. you know, and then yeah, you had mentioned something like it had gotten kind of mean. Yeah, it, it was not it, at the where I saw it, and I saw I like I said, I saw it once at the same place, and then a few years later yeah. at the same place. Wow, the acting it out. They they had a group of, of people who acted out, dress as the characters, yeah. and yes. act out the entire movie, which is fun. Uh, but prior to that, it was it was dildos and Nazis, and yeah. I was just like, "This is not," because we had brought our um, nieces and nephews, our niece and nephew. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah. And uh, well, that's what they wanted to do for Christmas. Yeah. It was our Christmas gift. So, what do you want to do? Let's go see Rocky Horror. We'll take you. Universal had had has had. I haven't been there in a few years, but had this playing all the time too. They they'd have put on their own little Rocky Horror Picture Show every night. It was. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a it's a great little film, and I think it should be yeah the number one without yeah uh, screaming into number one with no one yeah I I, I agree with you that, that light years and 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 that this being said, you asked me what the funniest movie that I've ever seen is number one on this list is this is Spinal Tap, and that is absolutely my favorite comedy of all time the fucking Stonehenge. I cried. I cried when that thing comes down and the dwarf is... 
and how Stonehenge Monument was in, in danger of being trodden upon by a dwarf. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I, my God. Um, the drummer's exploding. Yeah, the drummer's just top to bottom. This is the first kind of mockumentary. Yes. The little subtle, again, everybody knows the over-the-top comedy stuff, the little subtle stuff. Like, they all had herpes. Oh, God. And this is another one where if you have the opportunity, they literally shot this documentary style and they just kept improvising and improvising. If you have the opportunity, and I do have the DVD of this, if you watch the, there's literally another movies where there is an hour and a half of cut scenes from this that are just as funny as everything else. So yeah, if you guys want to do a viewing party or something like that. That is absolutely my favorite comedy of all time. I literally probably haven't seen it in 20, 25 years. Okay, well, we got to so, do something so about I, that. I, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, but it just... You know what? It, it came at a point... And let me see, what what year was it released? 84? 84. So, I had seen it. I, I want to say, no, I wasn't. I was 18. But, man, there was a lot going on in my life. Mm. It was yeah. fucking... That was a rough time. Mm. So, uh... But I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. By the, but by the time I didn't get into the buying the albums, and I didn't, which I heard were good. Oh no! The, and the, the, the ironic thing was the music was actually like yes. believable, pretty good stuff. Oh yeah, it was it was metal at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, probably the most brilliant of of that genre of film. Easily, Rob Reiner was great. Yeah, the group you had. Oh my god. Yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. Oh, the but the Stonehenge made me cry. <laughs> I don't think it's number one. No, absolutely not. I agree with both of your takes on this. I think Rocky Horror just should be number one with a bullet. There's never been a bigger cult movie of all time, you know, and especially with the longevity that it has and the, and the following that it has and stuff like that. So I, I, I have to disagree. Generational, just generational too. Yeah, like yeah. you said, you took your nieces and nephews to go see it. Yeah. So they want it, yeah, because they they they, was, they wanted to see it. Yeah. But I would put it at number two. I don't know that I would not put it at number two. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, in top five for sure. Yeah. All right. So this yeah. was this came out in two thousand and seven. Obviously, I think there's a couple of couple three being you know, and the, the the three old geeks sitting here. I think there's a couple of obvious omissions from. You this. pull out your card. <laughs> yeah. I, well, no. Uh, okay. Uh, and I, I, we have I have mentioned this movie on numerous occasions. Big Trouble in Little China. I'm yes, sorry. That should have been on there. Easily in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Flash Gordon. I put that up there too. Yes. Yeah, not in the top ten, not but top I would, 10. I would top, absolutely out go out of fifty. Yeah, it's in out of oh, fifty. Yeah. It's in there. It's I mean, top and especially, 30, I uh, and I, I think yes. Alex Ross top has a lot, lot to do. Alex Ross has a lot to do with kind of the resurgence of that movie, and then there, there's also the, the wacky uh, documentary about uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. Call me Flash Sam and stuff Jones. like, or Sam. I'm sorry, Sam That's Jones. Okay, no problem. Just, no prizes. No. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, Queen soundtrack. Yeah, um, oh. yeah, yeah. Especially now with the yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. And oh, the, well, no. The the this movie would have been a lot worse if it was not. For oh, the, definitely oh, the Queen soundtrack. Yes. Uh, oddly enough, Lorenzo Semple of Batman '66 fame was behind. You know, was the writer behind this, and uh, the dealer entrances kept alternating it between. Oh, we want it can't be like Batman. Oh no, we want a serious sci-fi movie. Oh, we yeah. want a oh, can't be like that. Batman. Documentary dimension. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. You can see, like, some of this stuff is goofy as hell. And then, like, like the when the Hawkmen are diving on, like, the Ming ship, I am sorry. I saw this when I was, like, 10 years old. I got goose. I, I, to this day, will watch that scene, especially with, like, the, the, the soundtrack in the background. I get goosebumps watching oh, that. Uh, I love Brian Blessed. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they, phenomenal. They, 
they got the right actors. Yeah, and it's the right. It's the right. Uh, it was made tone. at the right time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's everything a, just hit, so good. Just perfect. All right, and well, that okay. So to Queen soundtrack, Highlander. Yeah, Highlander, great movie. The soundtrack made the movie that too. It spawned what five sequels, a TV show, a spin-off TV show. How do you? Oh, yeah. throw, how do you not throw it? Oh yeah. <laughs> how do you throw Highlander in there? Right. Way to go over top, right? And then the one, the other one that I'd throw on there, cult movie, Roadhouse. No, it's a movie I watch all the time. You know, Whenever I, it's on, you I know tune what? in. You know what? I, no, a, I'm, not, a different, I'm not denying it. It's a different subject. I, I think that's a different category. I don't know. You cult. don't think it's a cult? A no, cult I'm going to agree with you. I I don't. Okay. There's a, I know a lot of people who that, I would go, like that movie. I would go Bill and Ted. Really? No, I think Bill and Ted. What about Wayne's World? I think Wayne's World's more see, area driven. When you talk about, you said like I I don't know art art, but when I see it, I know what it is. Bill and Ted and and Wayne's World are both movies where I think they were so they weren't cult. I mean, like I think there's a lot of people who are passionate about them, but I think they they show that passion in the box office where like it originally when they originally aired, they did really well. Where I think a lot of these they were kind of underground movies and they got more popular as time went on. Uh, you know what? I I don't know that I would disagree with Bill and Ted. The more I think about it, I mean, like. Said you, if you wear a wild, wild stallion T-shirt, people know it. You see people wearing T-shirts. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that still goes on. It was actually, it was actually done really well. When you think of the time travel thing, it, it it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, there's paradoxes, but I know. Shut up. Yeah, I I throw it in there only because I know a lot of people are into it. Heavy metal, the movie. Oh yeah, dude. It, with the soundtrack and the animation, you got Corbin, you got. You got yeah. uh, Bernie Wright's in animation. You got some kick-ass stuff. As uh, far as a geek, it falls into my definition of cult movie. Oh, definitely. Um, first time I ever heard Dio in front of Black, Mob Rules. The yeah. first time I ever heard oh, Dio in front of yeah, yeah. Black Sabbath. Yeah. That that fell yeah, into definitely. my something they left any, out. Any glaring omissions that you can think of there, Brian? No, you know what's interesting is you guys are talking. I, you know, then I go, oh yeah, okay. I, I think that any one of the films that you uh, you've mentioned could replace Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not in the spot, but replace it on the list. Uh, replace it on the list. Yeah, yeah I, I, it would disp- I don't. No, I, I think Shawshank's actually evolved into like it's a classic movie. It's yes. not a cult movie. Um, Christmas Story. I would I would agree with that. That that has such a huge following. I mean, yeah, there's a music. I mean, it, they, they it's, redid it's the house. Play, it's played every year. What about Wizard of Oz? Yeah, Wizard of Oz was too big. I mean, that's considered too much of a classic, I think, to be a cult movie. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? And, yeah, I think that you could almost say the same thing for Christmas Story. It would yeah. have been a cult movie before they played it 24 hours a day yeah. every Christmas yeah. now. Yeah. I think that that's killed it. Yeah. Maybe. And if you go by too successful, I was going to say Back to the Future, but that was just too successful yeah. in the box office. You know what? It, it, There's a great documentary about these kids... Who made who remade Raiders Lost Ark? Yes, yeah. And, and and that story of that movie, yeah. and being shown and I, would you call that a cult movie? I would say yeah. I think right, it, well, it deserves inclusion in the top fifty. All right. Well, that's uh, that is our take on cult movies, everybody. Uh, we'll maybe try to put together our, the three old geeks list of our top ten cult movies, and uh, we'll post it. So thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.
If you completists out there, and we know there's a few of you, uh, the actor who played the bottle guy, the come out and play guy from Warriors was David Patrick Kelly, who also was in The Crow and the John Wick series. The first replicant was played by an actor named Brian James, and the John Waters movie I couldn't think of was Cecil B. Demented. We hope our podcast brought a smile to your face in these trying times. Let us know what you think on Twitter or Facebook. And hey, thanks for listening.